Thank you for listening to Emmaus Footnotes. This podcast offers uncomplicated guidance for following Jesus. What if you knew you only had a week left to live? What would you do? Who would you spend your time with or eat with? What would you say? Welcome to Approaching Freedom, a series of Holy Week reflections where we look at the last several days before Jesus' burial. Today, Ken McKinney shares his reflections on Peter's denial. With so many events in the passages covering Thursday, what resonated with me most for today was Peter's story. I'll read from Luke chapter 22, verse 31. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you, let that your faith may not fail. And you, when once you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. And he said to him, Lord, with you I am ready to go both to prison and to death. And Jesus said back, I say to you, Peter, the cock will not crow today until you have denied me three times. I resonate with Peter, as many of us do. And it makes me think, why was this story of Peter's denial featured so clearly in all four gospel writings about Jesus' final days and final words? And why does it matter now? Like Peter, I have professed my devotion to Christ, beginning when I was young and at key moments in every stage and age until now, I've given myself to both know and serve Jesus as Lord. I too have walked with him and talked with him and felt his presence and direction and pleasure in my life. Jesus is the son of God, and yet through his word, his spirit, and how I see him in the lives and words and connections of other believers, He's also my companion. And also, like Peter, I too have betrayed and denied Jesus. There are few people who can wound you like someone truly close. Just mentioning that might have brought someone to your mind. It's the ultimate betrayal. Or perhaps you've been the one who betrayed someone you love, and it's never far from you. It's awful. And it's awful to walk alongside Peter in these scenes. We're not with Christ as he's led to the to be questioned and tortured. So that leaves us in the courtyard with Peter, warming ourselves by a charcoal fire. And it says, waiting to see the outcome. That's my story, or part of it. Knowing Jesus and wishing I could be better, stronger, more brave and true, but finding myself watching him be all those things from afar and failing instead. I imagine something in Peter died that night. He not only denied Jesus, but fast forward, he watched him die without ever getting a chance to make amends. It's just that kind of remorse and loss of hope that the resurrection of Jesus revives in Peter and can revive in us. Jesus knows Peter. He sees Peter beyond his betrayal. He told Peter he was going to deny him, and he also had a plan to restore him and heal him. In John 21, there's a beautiful and I think haunting scene after Jesus' resurrection when he appears to the disciples on the beach and seeks out Peter. In one of my favorite lines in scripture, Peter says, I'm going fishing. And the disciples join. It's a familiar scene. Jesus calls out from the beach in disguise and they catch a literal boatload of fish, recognize that it's the risen Jesus. And then Peter jumps in and does a 100-yard cross-stroke to the, to the shore. Three years earlier, this scene ended with an invitation to follow me. 
This time it will end with another invitation, but Jesus does something first. Jesus is about to give Peter a new charge, but there's some, there's some healing that's needed first. Peter arrives to find Jesus making breakfast over a charcoal fire, something only the preacher types would know. There are only two references to a charcoal fire in scripture. The last time Peter stood around a charcoal fire was in the courtyard when he denied Jesus three times. No doubt this scene triggered a shot of emotional pain in Peter. Jesus took Peter right back to the failure, not to shame him, but to restore him, not to bring up his faults, but to enable him to move past his failure. Three times Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. And Peter must feel the connection to his three denials. But Jesus places the mantle of leadership on Peter and calls him again, follow me. Peter's fall was painful, but it was not final. He encountered the resurrected Jesus and his heart, his life, his calling were literally raised from the dead too. And that's my story too. Though the form Jesus took on my beach was a 50 some odd year old counselor and several Christ-centered friends. It's amazing the distance Jesus will go to rescue you and restore you. Like Peter, Jesus sees me beyond my failures and sees you beyond your failures too. And his invitation is still, follow me. Like Peter, we can take our failures to Jesus for healing, restoration, and a new opportunity at life. Christ died for our forgiveness and his resurrection offers us life and freedom. There is hope after failure because Jesus rose from the dead. He is Christ the healer.